Now, when you think about it, most bottles have one thing in common. Long necks. Ever wondered why? Well, there are several reasons, none of which involve those other long necks, giraffes and ostriches. For starters, have you ever poured something into a glass from a wide jar? It can be real hard, since water often sticks to a wide surface and then spills around. The reason it happens is physics. Air and liquid tend to flow along a surface. This phenomenon is called the Coanda effect. It's hard to pour liquid because of this effect. The liquid molecules are drawn to the jar's surface. Another reason is surface tension, which means that the molecules of a liquid tend to stick to one another rather than to the air. So, the water stays together and flows together down the surface instead of going where you want it to go. A narrow neck makes it easier to pour and drink from the bottle since there's a smaller surface for the liquid to spread around. Another reason is practical. A smaller neck requires less material to make it and a smaller cap to close it. This way, they can reduce the cost of the bottle. And one more reason. The necks prevent you from warming up the drink. If there's no neck, you'll most likely hold the bottle in the middle, right where the liquid is. The warmth from your hands will be rapidly warming up the drink inside. If there's a neck, you'll hold the bottle by the neck. It'll minimize the amount of heat transferred to the bottle, and your drink will stay cold longer. If you use reusable bottles, you probably know that sometimes they smell. Even if you only use it for regular water, it still smells. But it's not the water that smells, it's the microorganisms in it. If you drink water from a bottle, the particles of your saliva and sweat stay in there. Those bacteria start to build up in the bottle, causing the smell. So if you choose reusable bottles, make sure to wash them every day to prevent those bacteria from building up. After washing, let it dry completely before using it again. Some people reuse plastic bottles, but it's not always safe because most of them are intended for single use. The main concern here is chemical leaching. The chemicals that are used to produce a plastic bottle can mix with the liquid. If you reuse a plastic bottle, wear and tear can create tiny, unnoticeable scratches inside the bottle where more bacteria can grow. So, if you need a bottle to use for a while, invest in one that is made to be reused. But don't forget to wash it every day. Now, jeans first appeared in 1873. They were invented by Jacob Davis and Levi Strauss. Davis was a tailor who was producing covers and tents. And Strauss was a businessman who, among other things, was selling cloth. The first jeans were made by Davis from denim, the fabric he bought from Levi Strauss and company. Together, they patented the design. Blue was a standard color for denim that was dyed using an indigo dye. The blue color is a tradition that's still often followed today to replicate the original look of a pair of jeans. Jeans also have metal rivets, and they are there from the very beginning. Jacob Davis, the man who made the first pair of jeans, added copper rivets to spots where pants are more likely to rip, flies and pockets, to make them stronger. Today, they have more of a decorative purpose, since they are distinctive and traditional for jeans. Another special thing about jeans is those tiny pockets they have that seemingly serve no purpose. Well, maybe it's true now, but years ago, when many cowboys were wearing jeans, the pocket was made specifically to keep a pocket watch there. Also, back then, a pair of jeans had just four pockets. That tiny pocket, the watch pocket, 
two big pockets in front and just one pocket on the back. Well, I hate to break this to you, but money isn't actually made of paper, which also proves that money doesn't actually grow on trees. Most banknotes are 25% linen and 75% cotton, which is why they have such a distinct look and feel. Back in the 19th century, money was made of parchment paper. That's why people could very easily counterfeit it, unlike now. The Eiffel Tower is almost 6 inches taller during the summer. When you heat up some substance, its particles start to move more actively and take up a bigger volume. That's something they call thermal expansion. When the temperature lowers, the substance contracts again. Such an effect is more prominent in gases, but you can also track it in liquids and solids, including iron. Because of this, people build large structures like bridges using expansion joints. They allow a structure some leeway to expand and contract, and such changes don't cause any damage. Wow, I have some pants like that. Now, honey can last for thousands of years without going bad. Bees land on flowers to collect sugary nectar. Then they transport it back to their hive and transfer it to other worker bees. These bees reduce the water content of the nectar by repeatedly drinking and regurgitating the liquid. Hmm, bee barf. Special enzymes in their stomachs break down the glucose in the nectar, and it becomes more acidic. Bees deposit this nectar in the honeycomb and start fanning it with their wings so that the water evaporates more quickly. The honey is now highly acidic and low in water content, which keeps it safe from spoiling. The bacteria that can cause the rest of the food to go off can't survive in such conditions. Our moon could be hiding way more pockets of water than scientists used to think. Its surface has something called cold traps. Those are areas that are in permanent shadow. If you could stand near one of the moon's poles, especially the South Pole, you'd see such shadows all over the place, 15,000 square miles of them. There are tiny cold traps that are only 0.4 inches wide. And there are hundreds and thousands of bigger ones. These regions are in eternal darkness and might have even gone without the slightest ray of sunlight for billions of years. And now, scientists think they're hiding much more than we thought including small patches of ice, no bigger than a penny. But still, something astronauts could use to drink or for their rocket fuel. The majority of the water could be stored in glass or somewhere between grains on the surface of the moon. One theory says 15,500 square miles of the lunar surface could have the capacity to store water. But no one can prove it until someone goes there in person or sends rovers that would dig under the surface. The moon is not entirely white and devoid of color. Apollo astronauts that landed there in 1969 said the moon was a bit brownish. Later studies showed some dark lunar areas display hints of brown and blue. Highland regions are yellowish with faint traces of pale and pink. Colors are not the same everywhere because of different amounts of various metals that are present on the moon. Many zippers have the letters YKK engraved on them. It's an abbreviation that stands for the name of the company that can be translated as Yoshida Manufacturing Shareholding Company. This Japanese company is the largest zipper manufacturer in the world, so they put their initials on all the zippers they produce. That's around half of all the zippers in the world. And that's why you see their zippers more often than any other zippers. Now, zipping along... Not only are the jeans blue, but the police officers' uniforms as well. 
The first official police officers appeared in the 19th century in London. They were given a blue uniform to contrast with the red and white uniform that military workers had already been wearing. Two decades afterward, the police force was adopted in the USA, and they followed the patterns. The uniform is still blue nowadays because it proved to be a good color. It's not that visible in dark hours, and police officers can observe things and people staying unnoticed. Also, stains aren't that visible on dark material. And, well, everyone knows that police officers wear blue and they're recognized by it. So, why change that? Those little white golf balls have dimples all over them. It turns out they aren't there just randomly. At first, golfers were playing with a smooth ball. With time, the ball would get all punched and damaged, but also, it would start to travel way further. The reason here is aerodynamics. Dimples allow the air to flow more smoothly around the ball, taking it further. So the idea was adopted, and the balls got their dimples all around, allowing them to travel longer distances. Now sometimes, when birds go somewhere far away across the ocean, they can spend days flying. Now I've always wondered how they sleep on the way. Turns out there are several ways. Some birds are always just half asleep. Half of their brain is working and the other half is sleeping, just like mine. Then they switch and the other half sleeps. Other birds just take short naps throughout the day. And when I say short, I mean it. On average, a nap lasts around 9 seconds. And during that time, the bird is just coasting. Throughout the day, those naps add up, and a bird gets its sleeping time. You will read slower or faster, depending on what you read from. On average, people read 10% slower when they choose a screen over paper. Plus, you blink less when on a computer. People blink at a rate of about 20 times per minute. But when they're in front of a screen, it goes down to 7 times per minute. The invention of the radio was a big deal, but it took 38 years for it to reach an audience of 50 million. If you want to compare it with modern things, the iPod reached the same milestone within three years only. Why does the Snapchat have a ghost logo? According to Evan Spiegel, one of the founders, they had conceived their iconic logo even before they started Snapchat. First, they created a vanishing imaging messaging app they called Peekaboo. It's not clear whether the logo inspired the name or the name inspired the logo. Spiegel chose the ghostly image we all recognize because he wanted to represent the fleeting nature of the images users send via this app. You see the image once and then it vanishes into thin air, just like a friendly ghost, something the logo represents. Spiegel came up with the logo in just one evening. He browsed through so many logos of other popular apps and realized none of them were yellow. So, he decided to use it for his own design. In 2011, it was a grinning ghost with two short arms, a round head, and a protruding tongue. This one is kinda reminiscent of a Halloween outfit. In 2013, the ghost is faceless. Snapchat owners said this suggests every user is the symbol of their app. In 2019, the designers darkened and thickened the ghost's outline, which is something users didn't particularly like. Speaking of logos, Firefox doesn't use a fox as its logo. It's something people mostly think about because of its name. 
but the cute furry creature they use as their logo is a red panda. The first computer mouse showed up in the 1960s and wasn't made of plastic, but wood. It got the name because of its rectangular shape. It really looked like a common mouse. Also, it had the cord coming out of the back, which is also something that reminded of a mouse, its tail. This is why bubbles are round. You can see they occur when a thin film, such as one of soapy water, traps a gas, let's say air. The molecules in the film attract each other, which is something that holds the film together. At the same time, it's the reason the film shrinks to the smallest possible area. And the smallest area that encloses any volume is a sphere. So, the film shrinks to cover a sphere, and can't really shrink any further, since there's air trapped inside. Horseshoes are real shoes for horses. People attach them to their pet's hooves. They do it to protect the hooves in particularly tough and damaging environments, like tough pavements made of unnatural materials that horses aren't naturally adapted to. Horseshoes have their bizarre shape because they're nailed to the hoof. The center of a horse's hoof is sensitive, and they would feel the pain if someone tried to attach the horseshoe in the middle. But the sides of the hooves don't feel any pain. And for this reason, horseshoes are round and have an empty center. Kind of like attaching fake fashion fingernails. Reading sometimes makes you doze off, and people who have trouble sleeping often take advantage of this and read in the evening to fall asleep. But if you don't want to fall asleep, why does it still happen? Well, usually, you read in a quiet and relaxing atmosphere, and also in bed or in a comfortable armchair wrapped up in blankets. This isn't only a perfect atmosphere for a read, but for falling asleep as well. Your mind stops wondering about all the troubles you had during the day, focusing on one thing. So it goes to the right mood, ideal for falling asleep, and so it does. Most shampoos say that you should wash your hair twice. But is it true, or is it just their way to make you use more of the product and buy it more often? Well, it depends on how often you wash your hair. Typically, the first wash removes all the dirt and dead cells, and the second wash moisturizes your hair and scalp. So yes, two times is a good thing to do, but only if you wash your hair once in several days. If you wash it every day or every other day, there's not that much dirt accumulated there, and one wash is enough for you. Do some birds walk while others hop? Those that mostly stay in trees tend to hop. It's easier and faster for them to move through branches and narrow twigs when they hop. Such birds have both feet and legs adjusted to hopping, so that's how they move even when they're on the ground foraging and looking for a tasty bite. Hopping will mostly work well for small, lightweight birds that have short legs. Every time they hop, they'll save time and effort for a couple of steps, so that's how they save energy. But hopping is still slower than running. That's why some species of blackbirds will switch and go from hopping to running when they're in a hurry. Birds that mostly forage and nest on the ground run way more than they'd hop. Those that look for food along the seashore mostly have long legs for wading. That way, evolution helped them to efficiently cover large areas. It would be really impractical for them to hop on their spindly legs. Prey animals could really use eyes in the back of their heads to see predators sneaking around them. But, unfortunately, it wouldn't work. 
Animals need eyes that look forward so they know where they're going. If they had one extra pair of eyes on the backs of their heads to see predators coming after them, their brain would have to go through a complicated process of combining two different views into one. Instead, they have eyes on the sides of their heads. Rabbits, for example, have eyes located high up on the side of their heads. This is how they have a pretty wide field of view. There's a disadvantage though, a small blind spot in front of them. Goats have horizontal pupils, which is why they can see 320 degrees with no blind spot. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.